0: Hey, 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 what's up, lad familiar? You crazy
1: football loving nutters. This is Ray Hudson, and you are luxuriating in listening to the Inter Miami podcast with a stupefyingly magnificent Jay and Alex. Two lads who are as electrifying as a hairdryer thrown into a hot tub. Stay tuned, because you know what it's going to be
0: it's going to be magisterial with an amplifier. for this long
1: off-season. Oof. I don't know. Hopefully we... I don't know, man. I need a break from just all the negativity the last two weeks. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm
2: burnt. I'm totally burnt. Like, it's been a long season. There's been just so much going on. I'm not even much going, going tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just... I'm like, I'm ready for this to be over. I want to reset. You know, that's... I just need to. I just need to like get away from it for a bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you.
2: And I also need my kid to sleep through the night. Yeah, <laughs> as yeah. he's, I can hear him through my headphones screaming downstairs. Was
0: I wasn't sure whose who's it was. We all have That's children. Mine. I love this. Okay, <laughs> I was the sure. chair. I was like, is it mine? I, I have no idea.
2: I'm like, I'm right above his bed, so the vent on my yeah, floor is nice. like coming right through his room. Nice. So it no, sounds no. like he's right here. Well, it's good for when he gets Sorry, older. I did an he be
1: able to I was being mauled by children. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I had one leg over his shoulder. I'm like, yeah, Tata's great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: At least if you stay in your current setup when he's older, he won't be smoking any funny cigarettes because you'll be able to smell them, I guess.
2: Oh, yeah. This house yeah. is not long for this world. We are... We're going to get out as soon as we can. It's too small. I don't know. I don't know how we got out of this house I love that, is, that we grew out of in four years. I love, yeah.
0: Uh, that's what happens. Life comes at you fast, kid. I just keep saying that to myself. Like, every other day for, like, the past two months, I'm just like, hey, life comes at you fast, kid. But uh, welcome, everyone, to the Inner Miami Podcast. I am Jay Kington, joined by Mr. Branton Griffin, and I think for, for the first time on the flagship, Mr. Jorge DTA how are you boys doing don't good. don't all jump at once we don't Tired, have to jump at once let's exhausted. go with george george tell uh, us how you're doing
2: i'm doing yeah. i'm doing good i'm actually really excited to be on the flagship finally after all these years but um yeah i mean you know wrapping down the season looking forward to talking about kind of where we're at what's happened the last few weeks and what we should be looking forward uh you know in this off season.
0: I just like you. Cause you always keep me confused with, you know, like you're like chill with Jorge or George, you know, and I, I, I never know. I just, just, just keep it, keep it guessing. Uh, Branton, how are you holding up, buddy?
1: Oh, exhausted, man. George took, took my intro. It's just whew, ready for the season to wind down and, and be over with now. And, you know, looking forward to, to next season already. And, you know, we'll get into all our, team's crazy offseason plans but yeah just looking for a little little rest
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i think that's probably what we're gonna focus most the show on um if anyone's been sleeping under a rock maybe you noticed that we kind of dodged last week's episode just (laughs) not not wanting to get on and talk about yet another loss i thought we were over these days where it was consecutive uh losses in a row but we Did officially get eliminated from the playoffs in a poetic justice uh, of revenge from FC Cincinnati. Probably still reeling and hating us for kicking them out of the Open Cup uh, semifinals. Uh, They probably wanted to go to the finals and probably honestly would have won it. But uh, we had to uh, say... Other things about that that came back to bite us at the end of the season. Stats pretty congruent with what we've been doing, man. You know, we don't need to run through these. I feel like we're doing this too much. Yeah, we controlled the game. Yeah, we had more passes. Yeah, we looked more comfortable. But we lost on a rogue goal from Mr. Barrio. Officially knocking us out and probably, I mean, honestly, man, it's been so much speculation, so many weeks, match days of everything in the universe going our way, the teams we needed to draw, draw, the teams we needed to lose, lose, all that, like three weeks in a row, stars aligned, and we just kept dropping the ball and could not execute. So um, honestly, you know what? In hindsight, I'm glad. I'm glad you put me out of my misery early and didn't uh, put my poor little heart through any more of this because, yeah, it's been a long, grueling season Nasty little Eurostar injury bug starting biting us towards the end of the season. But uh, hey, let's just get ready. Let's all get refreshed. Let's all go go get a manicure, go get a pedicure, get a massage. Throw <laughs> the cucumbers on the eyes, baby. We got a long off season, and I'm sure it's going to be an exciting off season. Tata's first, um, you know, real trade window I think where he's going to be able to have some impact and work with with Hindo to uh, to work it out um how did you guys you know we're gonna do a wrap-up show probably next week right and kind of review the season yeah. and, and I encourage you guys to get there we'll try and get as much as the pod uh, pod squad on there as possible just to share our thoughts so we don't need to go through the complete season but what were you guys just kind of final thoughts on uh, this most recent game
1: oh most recent game I'm glad it was over. <laughs> I mean, you know, to your point, it's I, I'm kind of glad that we got it out of the way. Right. Like everybody's, you know, pushing Messi to play. And if we didn't get eliminated last week, we probably have Messi trying to play this week. Um, And he's not not 100 percent like he's still injured. He wouldn't even I, be available. And, and I he might be believe, available
0: for Saturday, but he wouldn't be available. Yeah,
1: I, I'd, I'd be shocked. You know, I fully believe Tata put him in that last game just uh, just to tell Caden he was a fraud. <laughs> dude, that was it. Dude, I, I <laughs> he certainly... saw that the report Caden put out and he said, "You know what? Fuck that guy." Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: In particular, shots at Caden. Yeah. You
1: know, and but honestly, dude, to Caden's
0: credit, that whole timeline makes sense. Was it the Bolivia game? Um, yeah. You know, yeah. the whole four four week timeline makes a lot of sense. That might have just been delayed. Um, or some confusion along the lines of it happening yeah. in that Toronto game versus um previously but uh George fan appreciation night
2: fan appreciation night did
0: they appreciate us enough by just putting us out of our misery early
2: you know i think that when you look back at the game the team actually was trying its hardest to mm-hmm. to to score i mean i mean we hit the post once we hit the bar twice. It was like five times. It was one of those things where it's like, this could have been a three, four nil game going into halftime and we end up losing and it's just, it is what it is. Um, But, but ultimately, yeah. I mean, I think it was, we've, you know, I don't want to be, um, you know, a slave to the moment, but like we had just such a special run through leagues cup. And we had four months of just misery leading up to it that, you know, this roller coaster, the valleys and the peaks have been, have been so low and so high that, you know, kind of like, this is the leveling out coming down from, from all of that. And it's time to just sleep for two months, hibernate, (laughs) rest, you know, get, get our groove back together. And, you know, I think we can step away from this and feel like this was a successful season. Um, we got a trophy, we got Messi, we got Busquets, we got Alba. We've, you know, we've really uncovered the gems that were in our youth system, and we've brought in some really good, talented young players. Now it's about putting all those pieces together, getting them training together, um, and actually kind of developing what the true identity of this team will look like. Because what we saw was what this team can be when Messi is, you know, is, is leading the charge, but everyone is playing off of him and mm-hmm. not necessarily playing as a unit. And mm-hmm. that's where, you know, playing a game every three days for two and a half straight months just killed us because there's no, there was no tactics. You know, it was, we're going to change to four at the back, five at the back, three at the back, you know, all of those kinds of things, which are frankly, fairly subtle. And it just was, we ran out of gas. And so coming in fresh, giving touch at the time to replenish the roster you know make some you know subtle moves because i don't think we need big moves i expect to see some big moves but i don't think we need them um but really get this team training and healthy and all on the same page from the jump and next season we'll we, we shouldn't have you know the peaks and the valleys in the way that we've had them it should be you know very nice gradual ascent um and probably, you know, start off near the top and just gradually creep our way to the, the peak. You know, one that's one would a, hope.
0: One would hope. And, you know, <laughs> like, it, it's honestly, it's like my mind blacked out, but you are so right. I forgot. I even tweeted out, I was like, man, the Southside goal is taking an absolute beating tonight. Yeah, it was. It, it's a game of inches, and if we had an inch here or there in our favor, we, it could have been, you know, 3-0 three, three in, the, in the first half. That was wild. I mean, yeah. one post that's tragic that it was I think four or five it was it was insane but but I agree with you hundred percent you know we <clears throat> going from one of the worst teams if not the worst team in the league to one of the best teams if not the best team in the league back to the worst team one of the worst teams in the league all in like a sequence of like three entire months is just so so just inner Miami that is just you know, for all the new fans coming on, like, oh, you know, I'm following the MLS. We got messy. This is all good and joy. No, they got they got their full their full circle uh la familia experience with uh, Yeah, with they, got, they got
2: the inter Miami fan yeah. experience yeah, yeah, that yeah. we've you been got, going through for four years.
0: Down. You got you got the gray hairs with it, yeah. And uh but I I I could not agree with you more. We've mentioned this so many times on the Inter Miami podcast. We've mentioned this on Trav Chats. Um you know, the the off season is going to be such a blessing for Tata because he finally gets the time to implement a system, make adjustments, really coach on how he wants them to play or react to certain situations, which he just wasn't afforded that luxury throughout the season because it was, you know, game day, okay, recovery day, okay, game plan, game day, recovery day, okay, game plan. There was not really um, a break. I mean, honestly, we, we had, what, a, a week off basically, which a uh, week and a half which is crazy. That's probably the longest break we've had in I don't know how many months, but um since July. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And that's a brutal schedule. And guess what? It's not going to get any get easier worse next, next season. Year. Yeah. You know, with all these with all these uh these tournaments going on. So Yeah. Yeah, you know, let's not uh let's try to focus on the positives. Let's let's leave the Cincinnati game behind us. Cuz we do have two more games against the same opponent, right? We had to reschedule yeah. Um, our game that we're playing tomorrow night, our home game against uh, Charlotte, um, because we had to reschedule that because we played them in the, the semi-quarter finals of the League's Cup run, and then the following day we were scheduled to play each other. Yeah. So either way, we're going to be dead. So now we get two back-to-back games against teams that are, you know, kind of at the bottom of the East. Um, and, you know, what do we do here? What Do we just, Brandon, are we just going to going to enjoy this are we just um are we just having fun is there even a point to all you know i'll get into like you know who will be available for this game but is there a point to even playing you know the 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 first team or is this where we we really just say hey let's throw all the young guns out there let's let's call up some academy names we might be questioning see if you know kind of get a feel for them do we just do that or what's your what's your philosophy here
1: so my thought on it is, and, and I don't I don't know that we see too many Academy kids. Um, at least not ones that, that like are on Inter Miami too. I don't I don't think we see a lot of them. But I think the people that we do see play are mainly those that are out of contract this this offseason. Because I think Tata needs to figure out which one of those pieces fit his plan. Right? So like I expect to see Robbie Robinson. He loved Robbie Robinson when he got first got here, but we didn't he's been hurt, so we haven't seen him. So I expect to see like Robbie Robinson, uh Steph. I expect to see him on the field. Um, you know, the young guns, I, I would guess would probably be there too, just because, you know, while I think they all have earned a spot on the team, I think, you know, there's real conversations. Like if we're going after uh, CCC next year. We're going after MLS, Open Cup, Leagues Cup. And then, God, if we get invited to the South American tournament, like
0: we We also have the Intercopa America, yeah. which is a small right. tournament for teams. But, you know, <coughs> just throw it on there.
1: Yeah, but if, if we're looking at that, we need to understand if these guys are going to be backups next year. If they're capable of being starters, some of them, like Benja maybe as a starter next year? Or are these guys that we should probably get two people ahead of? Like, the depth chart for next season is going to be formed in these next two games is what I, I think. And if not, if Tata runs out a full roster, I think he's wasting the games. Because not you don't get very many chances to see people play in actual MLS games. Like, preseason games, like we saw with the was it? the Austin game this year, like it, it wasn't a real game. It didn't feel like that. There wasn't that intensity, but there still will be for Charlotte because I think, I don't think Charlotte's been eliminated yet. So they haven't. Um, so, so,
0: they, so they are, they're sitting at 39 <coughs> points right now. The, yeah. the two remaining, oh, DC's been eliminated in ninth. So I guess I would essentially make New York. The, the next one up, unless I'm completely misunderstanding this, but Montreal is at 41 points, D.C. at 40, but they're eliminated, New York at 40, Chicago at 40, Charlotte at 39. So, in theory, yeah. Charlotte gets a win on tomorrow night, and, you know, Montreal Still, loses New York or Chicago. Like They could be in that spot. So, there's two games, and they're fighting for their lives. So, we're going to see, yeah. I think, a very aggressive and... um a team with a lot of drive on mm-hmm. tomorrow night and as well as Saturday. And while I do um, agree with essentially everything you are saying, Brandon, I do want to play devil's advocate here because um, we do have some players who are coming back from injury. And again, I agree, play, you know, give some of the, give some more playing time to those that you're you're curious about. Right. And I also saw today that Harvey Neville was back from loan, I would like to see what he's got for two games. I'm not 100%. so much on the, the nepotism bandwagon here. I think the kid's actually got a little bit of skill about him. but um, I think he's quality. I, I think he is as well. I
1: agree, I agree. yeah. So yeah. Tata said that. those idiots that boot him need to <laughs> keep their mouths shut. Let the kid play.
0: Let the kid play. Uh, Tata said uh, that Jordy Alba, Campana, Gregory, Diego Gomez, and Robbie Robinson are all <laughs> back from injury and available for the Charlotte game tomorrow. So this could be the first time we see Gregory, although we'll kind of jump ahead a little bit here because we're on the subject of Gregory. I don't really think we need to prove or have him play to prove himself because he just signed a contract extension through the 2025 MLS season. So uh, our old Capitao, uh, he's back, baby. And that's one Brazilian locked in. We can, after this, discuss potential moves in the offseason, or maybe we'll do that for the wrap-up show, but... We've had this discussion many times. Do we need both Gregory and, and, and Mota? And this kind of seems like if we're going to commit to Gregory, if we don't see any commitment to Mota, he could be, um, you know, the next one on his way out when his contract expires uh, at the end of next season, I believe it is. But outside of the the ones coming back from injury, right? So Alba, great to see Alba back. We need him. I think he hurt more than we realized. We obviously Messi going down kind of load us in this little maybe false Narrative that everyone's stepping up and everyone's playing better, but remove Messi and then we quickly revert back to Neville Ball, especially once once Alba goes out. So uh, again, just to recap: Alba, Campana, Gregory, Gomez, and Ryber Robinson all back. Um, additionally, Kamal Miller, uh, Sergei Kristoff, and Faku uh, Facundo. That sounds. I don't like that nickname. I'm going to butcher that. Facundo <laughs> Farias are all back from international duty and are also available tomorrow. George, to you, sir. Do you think we're playing the majority of these? Only a couple of them. Do you agree with Branton? Do you think that maybe we get some of these guys back from injury and see how they're holding up, considering the fact Charlotte's going to be coming for our next?
2: So I think given that it's a home game, um, Tata's going to want to run out as close to a first-team squad as he can. Um, with... You know, kind of just as a thank you to the fans, right? I think the game that we'll see, you know, you know, results really not mattering. Um, I think the decision day game uh, on Saturdays, where we'll see, you know, him testing. You know, basically, this is your tryout to a bunch of people, um, and I and I do see I do see that as being kind of the philosophy moving forward. I also think that. When it comes to like the Mota Gregory uh, situation, because they're such different players, um, it's hard to it's hard to weigh how one's extension is going to impact the other. Especially because like since Mota's come back, he hasn't been very good. But you know he's always kind of been a guy that like has to get into the rhythm of things to mm-hmm. really show what he what he can do. And I mean. He came back, immediately was in the starting lineup against Cincinnati, and then we didn't see him for a month and a half again. And so, you know, he re-aggravated his injury. You know, like, so what we've seen since, you know, since his injury hasn't been good, but it also, there's a lot of things that factor into that. But I would expect to see him and Gregory get some burn. Um, I'm really excited to see Gregory come back. Mm -hmm. I want to see how he plays, you know, in a midfield with Busquets. Mm -hmm. I don't think we'll see you know, Messi, Bussy Alba play much, if at all over the next two games. I think that that's where we'll, you know, we can kind of take those chess pieces off the board. We know what they can do. We don't need them right now. And that's where we can kind of give someone like Mota the opportunity to really kind of showcase himself in the middle. So Tata can get a feel for what his game is and how he's going to interact with players like Gomez, uh, Benja, David Ruiz, you know, Arroyo, like, what the combinations are going to look like what the chemistry is like and I think that that's what that's what we'll see I think Harvey Neville coming back is really exciting because driving around today thinking about what this roster will look like in January you know going through going you know out of the season into a new window and that backup right back spot has just been a glaring kind of hole there is no one else there mm-hmm. you know David Reese has played there uh, Robert Taylor's played there. But there's no one who truly just backs up Yadlin when his legs go. Who who do we slide in? If Noah does it, you know, really well <laughs> on the left side. We need somebody there.
0: But um, Noah is really the, the third option there because Negri got in, injured as well. And I agree. Is, like y- Mota uh, needs yeah. that. That I believe they call that ritmo. But he's got to he's got to find that again because I agree with you completely. I think he does have talent, but he's not someone that you can just plug in when you want to. I think he needs that consistency and you make a very good point as well that maybe I wasn't really considering that much is that Wednesday night play the starters farewell. Thank you to the fans. Saturday yeah. you're going up to Charlotte. Maybe we play Messi there because isn't that part of the commitment? We have Messi. You're going to pay all this money to see him. Might as well trot him out there for a little bit, but
1: don't put him on that turf. No Bank of way. America Field is no. a turf no. field,
0: so maybe he just goes out there for like the last five minutes just to mess with everybody. Be like, look, I'm on turf, um, no, to, or shut I him Forbid down. We, it's, anyone else gets injured in the in the last game of the season.
2: He's gonna be he's gonna be in Bermuda before <laughs> the ball kicks off on Saturday, right? Like, the, like yeah. there's no way he's even on the plane. He's got a five-week go vacation.
0: Charlotte. Like, yeah, and then he's, gonna to, then he's going to go to then he's
2: going to go to China, you know. Yeah. Like, let the you know. Yeah. Oh
0: goodness! And then there's that. no, <laughs> and then like, that there's
2: no way he even he shows up in the Queen City. Like, it just no. it's not going to
1: happen.
0: Ah, oh, he's not going to play and, tomorrow. I
1: mean, he won't be available. But we'll and uh... listen, the guys played his, a full European season, played in a World Cup, played a full international season after that. Like, and then we expected we he brought us League's Cup, and then like he got hurt like it's let the man rest like there's nothing no reason to play him don't jeopardize next season just let him get his rest in let him go get work on his tan I thought Victor O'Yoya um, gave us least uh, cut uh yeah sure
2: you, thought, <laughs> you you thought until he missed the PK <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: but we'll, we'll yeah, see like I mean, look we'll like, I'm I guess
0: we go. enjoy it, right? I don't want anyone going out there and overexerting themselves and maybe catching an injury in a pointless game to us, you know?
1: The only people I want to to give it 100% is the guys that are playing for their jobs.
0: Yeah. No,
1: but who is play, but, but playing for their jobs, Brandon? Because Robbie Taylor. It, Robbie it, Taylor's contract's up at the end of the season. There is a club option Robbie on Robin, that. There's a, club, there's a club option Robbie on
0: Robbie is, that. but, uh, right, my, but my, Robbie might just go to you, Charleston like he's supposed to before he got injured.
1: That's Robinson, well, and, not Taylor. And so, Yeah, yeah right. And so that might happen, but then you've got like I think Mota is out after the season. Um, you've got, oh jeez.
0: Well, and so here, here before before there's, you continue going right, there's the differences between some of that's out of contract and some of that we're just going to try and trade, right? So yeah. Coco Jean, do we need him? You know. Serious no. question i think Uyoya no. is probably I gonna retire what we
1: saw from coco before he got injured i thought he was one of the more exciting attacking players players that we had in the beginning of the season
0: yeah but i feel like now that we got the three you know U 22s especially with like gomez and and, and
1: yeah Farias, but you, like, i mean you have to have the conversation with coco and say like dude what's your what's your number yeah like If we don't bring him back, like, we can't bring him back at his current salary. Like, it's too much for what he's going to be contributing. But if he says, yeah, I'll take half, I'll take that deal. We're going to need that depth. So speaking of taking lower deals,
0: though, Joseph Martinez, right? What's going to happen there? Is he going to agree to take less money so he can continue to play with money? (laughs) Continue to play with Messi, (laughs) which Messi is money, to be fair. What about Ryan Saylor? What about Chris McVeigh? People that we haven't seen a ton of this season, right?
1: Well, yeah, McVay's out too. Dude, I think McVay I think sure. Mc,
2: I think mcveigh has gone. I think for his, Sailor Sailor I think is, is is a tryout.
0: I think Sailor Over the next days. game's. Uh, Sailor um, could stay. I want McVay yeah. to leave just and, so he can play. So I think he's got talent and I'm, I don't think we're doing him service.
1: And with McVay, I'm so surprised that Tata hasn't deployed him as a center back because Tata likes his his center backs to like move forward mm. and push the ball and and be on the ball in advance, and that's like McVeigh's game. Like that is what he did so well on as a left back for us. Any of the most minutes and, last season, yeah. And now barely any. It's crazy. And it's it's but, wild to me. And and Tata's known to play favorites. Like that's his thing, and and that's happened wherever he goes. And he's entitled to do that. But but you know, it kills me to not see McVeigh play because I think he can bring something. I, I agree that McVeigh can bring something, but let's be
2: real, he was awful this year, absolutely awful. I mean, he had he was the in pen starter, game <laughs> one, and yeah. this team was he w- was doing no favors next to Kristoff. You know, the reason why we went and got Kamal Miller's because. Clearly, McVeigh wasn't cutting it, and like, yeah. that, well, like and, that, and it was you kind know? <laughs> of turned down that deal. That was probably
0: one of the biggest that steals in the MLS too. history. Right? I
2: mean, it was. I mean, that was Hendo cooking, but yeah. but not seeing Christopher McVeigh over the last four months hasn't hasn't yeah. changed my life in any kind of way appreciably. And that tells me he's the kind of player that you know. Thank you for your service, but we can improve. We can. We can find a 22 year old you know who is better with higher upside cheaper to take his spot because mm-hmm. he's not a starter on this team yeah. maybe for maybe for another team in a different system in this league but i don't he didn't show himself to be a starting caliber center back in this league with the opportunities he was given you know early in this season
0: that's fair that's fair and yeah, what I we've, we've been that. seeing is we're going to see a lot of people who have been covering this team or from major news outlets who are going to give their thoughts on, uh, you know, what we need to acquire in the offseason, either via trade or via free agency, super draft. I mean, there's a lot of different options out here. Um, What we really don't know at this moment in time is kind of the insight into Tata in, in Hindo's conversations about what pieces he's looking for. Uh, you know, the sources, they like to pick up and get hot, and we'll be dropping that as we get him in the offseason, just like we did around the whole Messi and, and everyone coming over uh, Saga as well, which is such an exciting time. But we just don't know yet. I'm sure he's going to get asked um, over the next few weeks, especially in the offseason. But we'll, we'll just have to, to see what happens. I do expect...
1: That's already got asked about Suarez.
0: Yeah, well, so... Yeah okay but but, all right so let's separate the two let's separate pipe dreams and let's separate realistic transfers well i just mean
1: like it's already happening like people are like bringing these questions or everyone keeps
0: saying oh you guys are getting luca i'm like dude can you just chill out like god can beckham just take a photo with anybody nowadays you know like oh no they're coming over they're coming over um it's I, it's so it's a it's a DPs. little bit to speculate. <laughs> I agree, though, that there's going to be some you know you're going to have to earn your your contract to earn the right yeah. to uh, to stay um, on the team. But um, yeah, let's get on to some uh, some exciting news around the team because uh, Benha Konomarski, uh, Farias, and Diego Gomez were all named to the Body Armor 22 under 22 list for the 2023 season. That makes Inter Miami the only team in the MLS with three players, right? um pretty substantial i think to have three players i kind of in line with this and look i think Farias, super talented i think gomez super talented but you know what it feels like less than than, than half a season we've had them it, it, it's kind of the same line like the messy mvp Votes or or whatever, or like, how was yeah. he even on the yeah. tally?
2: Yeah. He, had he what, shouldn't have even like been on three? the ballot. He, <laughs> yeah, our two submissions were him and Busquets. It's like, <laughs> yeah. but Drake calendar has been here yeah. all season. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, you know, Drake.
0: and the, well, like, how many MLS games does Messi have? Like, what three, two, yeah, it's two two or like, three, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I, I think it's three, but like, what, like, yeah, I mean, if we're doing North American soccer MVP, sure, if we're going to be able to consider or at least include leagues cup in there. Um, maybe so, but I, I just think it's, it's pretty big in uh, this, with the kind of continued thing that we've discussed for the years now, really now starting to see the fact of the Academy bleeding over. We're really starting to feel a solid identity of the youngsters being, uh, the engine to this team, which can be capped off just with a little Euro star here, little Euro star there, maybe some up and coming South American talent. And, uh, Thoughts on the boys. Who deserves it the most on that list? I think the answer is obvious.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, Benja getting, mm-hmm. being, yeah. being voted number two of the 22 under 22. <laughs> um, I probably wouldn't have had him that high of mm-hmm. all of the 22 players, but, you know, definitely top five, you know, yep. probably fit. Fair. Um, yeah. Ups and downs I mean, too.
0: Like great games and then, you know, games he, you- you know, but I'd probably self admittedly
2: would say he didn't play too well. Right. But when you consider that, like, you know, he's still a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like he, he's gonna be on this yeah. list for another three years. Yeah. He just started that, driving. <laughs> right. Um, so I think that like, you know, the you know some voters probably are weighing it, you know, like what is this kid's floor and what is his ceiling? And the floor is high and the ceiling is high and he's playing a ton of minutes, he's gotten a first team you know national team call up you know i think that that was kind of the genesis for that um, i was really surprised by diego gomez mm-hmm. being on this list because if you were to ask me of our u22 players you know eligible for this he probably would have been fifth on my list you know you know benja facundo avilas Ruiz, mm-hmm. I think have all yeah. been consistently list. better. That's a good him. list. Yeah. I like that. And you know, Diego Gomez, who when he stepped on the field, people all immediately had opinions that were negative and, and spitting them out there. I saw. I see it. I see what his talent is. He just needs time. Yeah. And he's going. He's yeah. going to get there. He is going to be a very impactful player. And I think that that really is why he is on the list. I think it's hard for. Uh, an Obvious, a Ruiz to get elevated into that top 22 because their ceilings probably because of their positions are limited in comparison to the more advanced attacking players. Um,
0: yeah. And he, his debut know. was great, but then the the, set, the following games kind of, kind of yeah. lulled off, but yeah, to be had, fair, he, I don't want to be was, I mean, he,
2: His right. adrenaline has had to have been through the roof for that first. Yeah. Week, yeah right. Yeah. I mean, he was like jumping in, started, he started his first game, right? Like that was, you know,
1: leaks cup. I think it was a knockout game. Like, you know, it, I think he had like one day with the team and he started or something. yeah hey, did, did you find an yeah.
0: apartment yet? No, uh, who cares? You're starting no. get in there. Yeah. Um, but all right, let's, let's, let's be fair. We, I don't want to be overcritical here because it does take time to adjust. Not everyone just comes in. Not everyone's named Leo Messi and just comes in and, you know, absolutely starts to dominate in the league. And For the I mean, vast majority watch- of players, you have to adapt.
1: Yeah, and if you watch game footage from uh from God, I forget what his club was before us. But if you watched it, Rossing, because I, right? was he at Rossing? Yeah, that's what it was. And so, like, I had never heard of him, I, and and I've never heard of any of these South American talents because I don't watch those leagues. So I had to do some research, and I watched him play, and like he's Libertad. got talent. Yeah, and you know, I, I just think he's he's a good. He's gonna be good, and I think it's the ratings are probably done a little more on um, potential than it is on on product that was put on the field. Because even Benja, like Benja's had a good season, but like he his name didn't like hit everybody's lips until really Messi came. Yeah. Like he was getting scouted by people who knew soccer. Like he was getting scouted by the Bundesliga before um, before Messi, but like. You know, I'd be curious, and I think George is right. I think had Messi not come, we'd probably see Benja at five. But Messi came and it it, it forced Benja to elevate himself and good on him. And, and he pushed his name up there for two, but um
0: But Messi you know, came, Alba came, so Alba's gonna yeah. take over that that job, right?
1: And it gives you a it gives you a preview of what Benja could probably do if he played with more talented people around him. Right. So like if he moves up to a different league, because I I don't think we have 12 more months of Benja. I think if he I think the summer window, he's probably going to be moving on because that the Bundesliga is not going to let him develop any further without them buying him cheap and selling him high. You know, in my opinion, I could see him ending up at like a Leipzig or um no, even a Salzburg for in sure. the R- in the Red Bull system, he would be fantastic.
0: Yeah, I could see him going to going to Germany. I, I apologize. That I yelled Jordi Alba. I was for some reason confused. <laughs> to we talking about uh, no Allen, but but I, was, I wasn't I wasn't mean, going
1: to
2: bring it up. I was just going to let it go. Yeah, it, I don't know if you saw me on the
0: camera, like look over, like what am I doing? Uh, but yeah, uh, sorry. This is going to get confused. I mean, hopefully we'll we'll nail this one day. Diego Gomez, Libertad. Toto Villas, uh, Oracin, uh, Fagundo. I'm never going to be able to say Faku correct. Um just gonna cuss. And I'm sorry, we're trying to be a, more of a family podcast. Cologne. Uh we'll try and remember that, but it's always confusing. They all came out at the same time from um South American clubs. But uh more good news coming up. Who watched the Finland Kazakhstan game today? Not me.
1: Yeah, it's I saw the, club. the goal. I didn't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: haven't even, I haven't found the goal. I keep seeing it in my Twitter feed. I'm like
0: can I see the goal? Yeah. I I, I found one video of it and then I was trying to find like a clear, it was a fan video, someone from the stands and the rest were like, kept saying it was the, the highlight video. And it was just like, your sketchy YouTube, no videos for, you know, copyright reasons and people talking over it. It was nice. It was, it was, it was pretty deep. It was probably about, um, I don't know. Five yards back from the, from the the 18 yard uh, box. So, I mean, Fairly deep uh, free kick from kind of leaning over on the, that left side. To be fair, the keeper probably could have done more to save it. But, hey, man, I mean, Robbie Taylor's getting inspired by Messi. And kind of playing off what you were saying, Branton, about about Benja. And I 100% agree with you. I don't think we've even seen half of the potential of of Kermashi yet. But yeah. the other one that we were kind of expecting, like, how long are we going to have him for? He's probably going to get called over to a, to a European club would be legit, Robbie Taylor. Like, I think that dude has a mm. lot of talent, and now he's, you're starting to see him really hold it down for his national team. And, again, oh. there is a club, you know, option. Maybe he wants to stay with Messi, but it would not surprise me if he gets called up to, you know, uh, PSV. Or, like, you know, some like one of these, like, smaller, Baby. you know, maybe Amsterdam or, or, or Belgian leagues or something like that, but something to keep an eye on, man. I mean, maybe. I think,
2: I think his, he, he, right now, his value is higher than it ever will be at any other point in his career. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like right? tripled I mean, in a week. <laughs> I mean, he's not, he's also not young. You know, he's what? Yeah, 27 close to his ceiling. I think. Yeah. He's like 27, 28. So if, If we're going to get any value out of him, the time to sell him is now. And so, you know, exercise the option, lock him in, sell him to a championship club, get six, four, five, six million dollars for him and go hunting for the next
1: for the next guy to replace him. Twenty eight years old. But do you guys think we can get that? Like Robbie Taylor's not a starter on our team. You really think he could go to the championship? I think like, Robbie Taylor is a think, starter I, on
0: our team. I mean, we've seen I, it happen, but... but he's
1: not. He doesn't start. I mean, when he healthy, sh- he's not a starter. He he's was not on sh- the field. Messi first came. He, he 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 was shredding enough to yeah, be a, a worthy since starter. Since then, he hasn't been. But, so you know, fair. You know that I'm asking the question. I'm playing devil's it, advocate. It is a it is
2: a clogged <laughs> roster in his position. Yeah. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. we brought in we brought in Messi. We brought in uh, Facundo Farias. Like, I think.
0: That you, i mean you can literally go on you got robbie yeah. you got robbie robinson robbie taylor Jose martinez campana not same position but they're all gonna be playing up top right. diego gomez um i agree with you 100 percent. and then it, it, it gets more congested with 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 Ben-ha, with 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 david ruiz with busquets like yes valid point
2: so i mean i love robbie taylor I mean, he is the, you know, street king of Helsinki or, um, (laughs) you know, know, not Helsinki. (laughs) (laughs) Totally wrong country. Um, But you get what I'm saying, right? Like, you could see him, like, in a skate park, you know, smoking cigarettes at 16 years (laughs) old. And, like, that just seems to be he's just like a dude like that he, like you do anything that he wants he looks like um, his tattoos
0: are like what you would like design like in like a video game just like preset tattoos they're, they're like, phenomenal very Adam they're, Levine they're, yeah like he could probably scrap a, a little bit I like that now the skate park for sure
2: but but he is but you know his opportunity here would be we could he could stay here for as long as he wants right and have yeah. a role you know spot starter, first man off the bench, you know, to, you know, to kind of elevate the team in the second half, or, you know, he can try and step up his level for what is, you know, the, the last four, you know, years of his career of the, of his, like of his prime mm-hmm. before, you know, any kind of, you know, age catch, catches up with you and there starts to be some physical decline, you know, his value is at its height right now. And so, the question the conversation with the club and with Robbie needs to be, what are your goals? This is what we see for you here. What do you want? Is this what you want? Or do you want something else, you know, closer to home? And then he has to make that decision because I mean, he's played league football. He's been in, he's been in the English pyramid before going back there and coming, going back at a higher level with more expectations. Um, you know, he would get more opportunity because he would be coming in with a higher price tag And I think that that he's the kind of guy that needs that needed that. And he got his opportunity here and he's shown um, that he can be successful in a in a good competitive league that he can do it at, you know, you know, abroad as well. I don't see him going to, you know, uh, a Belgian league or, you know, a PSV. Those leagues are more developmental. And I think it's his skill set is too high for his age to be kind of for the value there. So I think I think in England, a Spain, and Italy, you know, second division, lower first division squad in, in some of those leagues is more is more his speed, potentially, as far as his ceiling. And yeah. if the team can get value for it, I say do it. It's
0: good for the player, it's good for the club. How's that combo go? I think Tata's like, do you want to go here and points to like a map of Europe, or do you want this? And he just points to like Messi in a corner. <laughs> you know, just like standing all like omnipotent. Uh, but like, dude, if, if if like, man, if 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 resumes existed in soccer, Robert Taylor would have very poor tenure and would have a hard time getting a job because this man has kind of been a journeyman, on loan several times from various clubs. Now he's in Miami, probably feels pretty settled.
1: Of all the clubs he've been to back next year here, Miami will be his longest tenured club.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he already has most appearances. The second highest would be with uh, with Braun, where we picked him up from. He made 57 appearances, 12 goals. He's got yeah. 60 appearances with seven goals for us. And the second one is JJK. I would have to assume that somewhere, some team in Finland. I've never even heard of JJK, nor seen them on my drunkest nights of going for the most obscure league and team I can find in FIFA. Um, but but uh, love those nights, <laughs> yeah, I love uh, just just trying to spice it up a little bit. Um, let's move on to something that's kind of got some people sideways. Like maybe we could have just focused and maybe tried to win, uh, went out and make the playoffs, or we could just go over to the China tour. What are your guys' thoughts on this? This tour over to China spread messy around the world. I think last time we was over there, tickets were like five six hundred bucks. Um, it was an Argentina game, if I'm not mistaken. What do you think about inter Miami going abroad now? for the first time ever, going not across the pond. I don't know what you call the other one, maybe the lake, whatever across the Pacific is. Or maybe you go – I don't even know how you fly to China from from South Florida. I don't know if you go across <laughs> the Pacific or you go across the Atlantic. Either way, it's basically on the opposite side. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts here? Good move, bad move, financially incentive? Is it just spreading the brand, just spreading the love of Messi? What's going on here?
1: I think – I think from a business standpoint, I think it's a great move for for us and for the league as a whole. Um, you know, a lot of people are trying to are just now starting to watch uh, MLS, and they're trying to figure things out. And I think, you know, there's a lot of talk before Messi came about the Apple TV deal and how Apple Apple was saying publicly that they were happy with the numbers, and there was some rumors coming from inside Apple that they weren't very pleased with the the initial sign up and so I, I think this is kind of what happens when you when you have um like exclusive spot or exclusive streaming rights for the league like you're you've got the biggest star in the world you're gonna go to you know per person like one of the largest potential markets uh in the world and and you're gonna sell messy and so we're gonna do that you know, hopefully what happens in China is when I order my DH gate jersey, next year, it? it comes out in the right shade of pink and right shade of black. <laughs> and we don't have 40 different shades of pink for the same shirt.
0: You beat me um, too, bro. It's the DH gate summer tour. We've done. Yeah, just, with that's the what call jerseys it. jerseys coming out of China over here. Yes. Yeah. You, you stole it from me. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you, but that was that was the next line coming out of my mouth.
1: Yeah, well, you know, we all think we're all thinking the same thing, and yeah. Yeah. you know, I think it's a it's a good business move. Do I love the idea of taking our our players in their what should be their off season mm-hmm. and their time to rest and recoup, and and do I like the idea of sending them to China? Not really. Um, I don't like it from a sporting perspective, but um, it'll be cool to see. I mean, you know, who would have ever thought when we when Jay and I first met in that bar, before we even played our first game, that yeah. we'd be saying, "Oh yeah, we're we're going to be playing Chinese uh, Super League teams." Have, Not has me?
0: I'm going to have to look this up. Has any MLS team ever gone abroad in a showcase like this?
1: If I'm they sure. did, I would guess like maybe Mexico and Canada. I wouldn't. I would. I I would think. I'm sure.
2: La has probably gone. Gone out to China. to right Mexico. You think so? I would
0: think with Club ba- America has probably with done Backcum? some
1: sort of, of of world tour before. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I forgot with Beckham.
0: Or I mean, do you think it's just that, like, show. now, you know, instead of, like, us calling Barcelona to come over, we're going to pay you to come over and just have a big event. Do you think massive clubs like, you know, uh, Real Madrid's like, no, we want Inter-Miami to come over here. That way we can finally sell out our stadium. I don't see
2: that happening. <laughs> um because that would be awful <laughs> to... <laughs> for 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 us, um, but I think that you know it is. It's all it is is good business. It's a it's two friendlies. It's going to be it's a showcase, right? This isn't these aren't competitive matches. These are these are showcased friendlies, testimonial, like kick the ball around. No one's going to get it hurt, um, and the MLS has an incredibly long off season. You know, I mean, we'll be done <laughs> <Especially> Saturday. <us. laughs> we'll be we'll be done Saturday, and we won't play another game until March. Yeah. You know, that's a long off season. So because they skewed getting, this
0: for, what? I forgot what the reason they, they skewed this 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 season was. But yeah, I mean, this is now it was.
2: I mean, leaks Cup – I mean, right. but the, but this is. I mean, this is what happens, right? If you don't make the playoffs, like you know, or you don't make you know even you don't even get out of the first round of the playoffs, like your off season is incredibly. Um, especially compared to, you know, the European leagues, Mm
0: -hmm. the,
2: you know, but getting two games in November, you get all of December, all of January, we'll get, you know, the other, the other announced friendly, uh, down in Argentina sometime in February, you know, and that's kind of like the beginning of camp at that point in time. So. I don't worry about the rest and recovery component so much of it, but it is going to be like, this is all, this is about making money about expanding the brand. Um, You know, this is imperialism, uh, inner Miami (laughs) style, Uh, you know, like this is how we dominate the world and how, how we spread, you know, spread to the four corners of the globe. And, you know, these are the things that we're going to need as fans. We're going to have to get used to. Um, I don't think that this is going to end when Messi is gone because, you know, there will be somebody else and, and the brand, hopefully the idea I suspect is to have this thing rolling in such a way that it doesn't stop, that it is, it is a perpetual machine, you know, and that this was the, this was the explosion, the explosion that ignited that the machine. And now it's just going to be running like this forever. That's the hope it, there's going to be obviously maintenance and things that need to be done to keep it that way. But but that this is this is just going to be something we need to get used to.
0: Fair and yeah, hey, at the end of the day, it is a good business model. I, I don't know if they'll ever release the financials on that situation, but what I do know is China will pay a lot of money for a lot of random things if it's going to make their uh, their people happy. So would not surprise just
1: me. Hope MLS lets us spend the money. <laughs> Great, yeah.
0: Who knows? Hopefully, hopefully this isn't the start of of new sanctions, but uh, I doubt it. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> moving forward we do have some um, speaking of this long off season and um, you mentioning December so things are really going to start to move in terms of what 2024 is going to look like in December. Uh, dates to pay attention to we'll probably discuss this multiple times in the off offseason um, December 1st is the club's deadline to exercise or decline options so by that day I would imagine we'll probably announce it sooner, but by that day, we will know if Robbie Taylor's contract option is being exercised. December 11th is when the trade window opens and the madness starts. Uh, The 13th is when free agency opens. Two different ways to go about business. Do you want to trade a team? Maybe let Hindo work out another insane deal where you give us millions and we give you a player and you also give us a national. Love more of that. Uh, or free agency where we're just buying players who, uh, you know, are out of contract or just, you know, maybe have been out for a season or two. Like maybe, I don't know, what's Breck Shea doing? Maybe we should check up on him. Uh, a rumor associated with this, though, is Alejandro Bedoya is kind of being, quote-unquote, done dirty by the union and uh, there, are, there is a camp that would like to bring him back home to South Florida. Uh, so free agency December 13th. And then December 19th, just got to love America. I love confusing all the, the Europeans or, um, you know, South Americans not really fully understanding the league or how Americans like to go about sports. But December 19th, the Super Draft. I do love any draft-type <laughs> event, even though... This is so hard. This, uh, the super drafts are so hard to, I think, accurately rank players. And I mean, you can, it's not as clear cut as like college football or college basketball, I'd say. But I mean, hey, you know, we could find the next, uh, Daryl DK or, um, you know, next straight calendar. The next, next calendar.
1: Robbie Robinson. The next there Robbie Robinson. You know, so <laughs> there it is.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, you know, or the, um, the next Dylan
1: Neelis instead of taking Daryl DK, you know,
0: it's just the the world the world of possibilities he's, is out there.
1: He's starting for Red Bulls, by the way. So I mean, they got the, the they got
0: the brothers, man. I, I like the uh, the brotherly love there. What a good family.
1: If you didn't go back to the Wait, first which,
0: season, which
2: Neelis was ours? Was it was Dylan ours Dylan. or was it, what was the other yeah. one?
0: I want to say Sean.
2: Dylan was yeah. ours. Sean. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Sean's the starter
1: for Red Bulls. Yeah, but then I don't think Dylan think is playing Dylan's, much anymore. I think Dylan. Oh, I don't know. I saw one or two Red Bull games and he was playing. Yeah, he, he did so play I a bit. Started.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's there. I mean, he might not start, yeah. but he certainly was, was getting some some playing time. He I mean, helped. I mean, Ben Sweat went away, and he was getting some playing mm-hmm. time as well. So that's what we want to pay attention to. Um, is there anything else you guys saw that would be an interesting? Uh, discussion topic or should we just hold everything for the uh the grand finale into the season massive review show
1: yeah i mean the only thing i have is uh i I did a little research just now and uh other teams have played overseas before orlando city for instance when they had caca they played in brazil Uh, um okay that makes sense um, I didn't find anything about LA Galaxy outside of, I think they played a couple games in Mexico. But I'm sure, I like, uh, I, if if I look back far enough, I'm sure they did something with Beckham.
0: What if, like, Montreal went to, like, Ivory Coast with Drogba? It's
1: like it two, could happen. two polar opposite yeah.
0: climates, you know?
1: I mean, that'd be cool. Like, I, I like stuff like that. I mean, you know. I think it's going to become easier now, right? I mean
2: the the eyeballs are on the league it's not just messy it's the entire league that is getting more exposure um yeah. so yeah i mean i think that this you know you gotta have an ownership group
1: that's willing to do it we we clearly have one um but yeah i mean I'm, I'm afraid to say it but this could be like the start of you know how european teams come over and they have their like preseason tournaments in the u.s and stuff like that i mean I could see a world where, like, LAFC, Galaxy, us, and, I don't know, Atlanta, like, say, hey, let's go to Wimbledon. Australia. <laughs> like,
0: let's just run a tournament at Wimbledon. wherever.
1: Like, let's go somewhere and, and have a preseason tournament and just get our names out there. And that'd and be cool. And then all the English yeah.
0: folk are like, you're shite.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we would go to England. I feel like we would tar- target other markets. But, yeah, you know, oh. maybe South America or something. Good times,
0: good times. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for uh, hopping yeah. on the show tonight. Um, go ahead and shout out your guys' handles.
1: Ooh, well, well, the only place you can find me is on Twitter at bgriff eight nine one. Um. Oh, and I'm on Blue Sky now. Okay. Bgriff okay. eight. Okay. So we're talking about we're talking <laughs> about real platforms. We're talking about real
0: platforms. Okay. <laughs> if you don't already check out George. And IMCF Traveler almost every Thursday night on Traveler Chats. Uh, George, where's almost, the handle that can almost. they can stalk you?
2: You can find me on Twitter at Jorge DTA. Um, you know, you'll see me chatting up with Trav and cutting up on all the other stuff that uh the nonsense that like goes on with this team and in our fan base and maybe even getting into Twitter fights with my friends here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the whole point of Twitter? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Just to, to gotta, we got to take other. from
2: the Discord and put it into the real world for other people to see. Yeah, sometimes I don't yeah. know
0: about that, that might be a bad idea. Um I thought
1: our our spat was very civil.
0: Of course, it was. They're always civil. I feel like for the most part, they're they're, they're always so. But hey, if yeah. you want to see what that world's like, then reach out to us, and you'll get the link to to join the Discord. Follow uh, us at Intermia Podcast on Twitter slash X. Don't ask me about instagram we're not even going to discuss it we will see you guys next week to recap whatever the hell is about to happen tomorrow and saturday let's have fun let's smile we won a trophy this year we've got our first real piece of hardware no disrespect to the carolina challenge cup but we got the lees cup we will be the defending champions um what a season. Ups and downs, riding it out, so close to uh, to capping this one off as we end every single episode. Vamos, Miami. Vamos, Miami.
1: Vamos, Miami.